I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hey guys, it's me, Deb. And it's Laura. And it's another exciting episode of I Got the Hell Out. And, you know, we. We talked last week about, you know, a little man and his maybe gold bathtub, right? Oh, God, yes. Do you have more information? No, nobody oh, got... Oh, man. I was hoping somebody from the work crew would have got back to me and say, hey, man, yeah, we, we installed one of those, but... I wonder if he has a gold toilet. I don't know, but you can buy a Louis Vuitton toilet. I mean, they're really ugly, and I don't know why people buy designer shit, but... That you're going to shit in. Because you can shit in Louis Vuitton, then. I don't know. You know what cracks me up is, do you ever see, you know those little dog carriers... Okay. The people carry like their tiny little dog in. Yeah. They have Louis Vuitton ones of those. Oh, isn't that nice? But well, I mean, your dog is gonna shit in it. At Walmart, five dollars. Or Louis Vuitton, five hundred. At some point, your dog's gonna have an accident. That's all I'm saying. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure. But anyway, back to our gold bathtub. <laughs> we're already on a tangent. Back to our gold bathtubs. Okay. Um, this is we're we're gonna I guess entitle this one blessings. Ooh. Because, you know, God blesses certain people and he doesn't bless other people. Well, and then I have a booklet here. It says the blessings of God, how to receive them. Exactly. Get so, blessings from God. Yep. And this is the way you do it. In the cult. In the, well, yes, in the cult. But, Sorry. Um, yes. You do need to correct me on that one. Well, we forgot to get to our Kool-Aid recipe. Okay. What is it? Okay. Our Kool-Aid recipe is going to be a little different today. Uh-oh. Um, hi, Rachel. Um, Rachel gave us a pending post that I did not put out there yet, but, um, anybody who watches Game of Thrones, Johnny Walker is making a White Walker. (gasps) Yay, Johnny Walker. Hey, Dad. White Walker, okay, is the the liquor we're using today. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this, like, more expensive than the blue, I wonder? I have no idea. You'll have to look at it. I am going to have to go check this out. I'm betting it is because um, when the Red Wedding took place, see, I don't follow Game of Thrones, but everybody talks about it. I went to the beer distributor, and they had a $300 case of beer. Two of them. Because one was the red side and I think the blue side, I don't know. But it was a Game of Thrones, Budweiser thing of beer. I'm going to have to check it. Blah. But um, anyway, um, our Kool-Aid recipe, if anybody would like to make something, because see, I don't do, is that bourbon? Scotch. scotch. It's scotch. Uh, anybody wants to make up a good scotch recipe with Johnny Walker right mm-hmm. White, um, we'll send you a signed packet of Kool-Aid. Oh my God, I need to get some for Christmas. And a sticker or something. Or something. Something. I'm just excited that Johnny Walker has a new color. I'm sure the Game of Thrones fans are going, how do I get one of these? Anyway, that's our Kool-Aid. Um, we're going to prove wait, wait, that. Wait, wait, so what do you do? You're just mixing it with Kool-Aid or are you just drinking the Johnny straight up? Well, our Kool-Aid recipe... I don't have one. So anybody out there who is going to use Johnny totally Walker White to give us you a don't... winning Kool-Aid recipe. Okay. But I just, 
Johnny Walker White with Kool Aid. Mm. Some flavor. I don't know. Yeah. Some be Black creative. cherry. Black cherry, of course. Be creative. You're not in the contest. Remember, fans, family, and affiliates are not available to win the contest, Laura. Okay. Do you want to sign Kool Aid packet with your own signature on it? No, Come I on. don't. No, I don't. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, get on the Facebook group and give us your recipes with Johnny White. Yes. And Kool Aid. Moving on. Okay. Um, Matthew P is part of our Facebook group, and he said, so many pierogi posts. That's a cult I could get behind. So we're now the cult of the pierogi, okay? The pierogi cult. Now, but instead of a leader, okay, we just have a holy, a holy text. A holy pierogi. Which is the recipe for the dough. Oh. Okay. So sort of like our Bible is like the recipe. And hats. We have to have hats. Every wacky religion has hats. So we have pierogi hats. We have pierogi hats. Okay. Yeah. And um, as a matter of fact, I mean, so many people are loving these pierogies. And um, How can you not? They're the best comfort food ever. Shauna A. actually posted an off-brand of pierogies that is actually not a brand name. I'm wondering if the Mormons make those too. I love their peanut butter. Oh, did she check the back? Like, I, I don't know. It's just a, she just, it's, it's in the Facebook. Look it up. Um, and Danny from the working stiffs. Um, let's see, where's his. Anyway, he was posting about pierogi. Oh, he posted his freezer of pierogies. What's in them? <laughs> Buffalo mac and cheese pierogies. Oh my God. Buffalo ranch pierogies and something else. Wait, Buffalo mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh my God. That sounds so good. Oh, that sounds so gross. It sounds so damn good. Anyway, um, remember we were talking about um, cows being fed the feathers last week? Oh, like after you pluck turkeys that the feathers are made into chicken feed or cow feed. feed. Cow, cow feed. Cow. Cow. Okay. And remember I mentioned And you said something Skittles. about Skittles. Yeah. Okay. Leanne J., um, she sent us the link. Um Cows are secretly fed, being fed defective Skittles what? because it's cheaper than corn. What? Yeah, so I'm posting this to the Facebook page, too. I told you I read it. They're being fed defective Skittles? Defective Skittles. I Like I said, I thought it was like from the onion oh or something. Oh, my God. Right. But it's not. I've read several articles because of the corn. Oh, there's some good it, nutrients in that. And this is what we're being fed, people. <laughs> oh, yuck. Yeah. Oh, the cows got to be loving it, though. I'm batting you the cows are loving it. I mean, come on, Skittles. It's, who doesn't love Skittles? Come on. Exactly, even if they're defective. Exactly, exactly. And let's see, Samantha T., um, she sent us a picture, and it says, it's a toilet door in a British football club. It's a bar. So I, I pretty much approve of anything, any picture snapped in a bar. <laughs> But it's, it's on a bathroom door, and it says, please keep clean. Oh, my God. And all she can picture is, like, you know, menstrual mats and keeping the bathroom oh, clean. keep it clean. Keep it clean. Keep it clean, guys. Um, let's see. Uh, an ex-cult member, Mel, she has posted. Um, I'm going to approve this post, but I'm going to read this. Um. I heard about this place on another podcast today. They apparently deal with treating people that have left cults. I have never heard of any other place that does this, but I think it's amazing, and I hope to see more places like this. Um, I'm going to approve this. This is the Wellspring Retreat and Resource oh, wow. Center. I really didn't know of anybody who um, 
offer that kind of service. That uh, that's very specific. Very I mean, specific wow. because I've been out for oh 15 years, going on 16 years. And over the years, I seriously looked for a health professional, mental health professional that could help me with the issues that I was having. And of course, you know, if you haven't been through it, you have no idea. Um, so I can, I, I, I've talked to you for hours about stuff, but you will never truly understand it. Right. Unless you were there. And, um, so I don't know if these are actually ex-cult members who run the place. I'm not endorsing this place. I'm just throwing it out there for people to look into. Or... Where is it? Does it say? I didn't go into the article that in depth. Because I was going to say, if it's nearby, you need to go check it out. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with my craziness at this point. Okay. 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 And it's funny because, like, I, I've got the jumpiness pretty much under control and I amaze myself some days where someone will pop out at the corner of work and where I'd have been throwing my hands up and doing the hoobie scooby dance. Mm -hmm. I just stand there and I don't know how I've achieved that really, but, um, it's really weird. Kind of cool at the same That's time. That's good. It, it really is. Um, remember I spoke about Jeremiah 10, one through 10 about the Christmas tree and how you should put one <laughs> yes. in your house. Yes. Yes. Well, a lot of people have different interpretations of things, okay? Okay. And Catherine Kay, she wrote, Little man is wrong about the Christmas tree, in my opinion. This is how I have always understood the Jeremiah passage. Um, and there is, um, it's from Bible Info, and it talks about, um, instead of putting it up and decorating it as a, as a Christmas tree, um, it speaks of the craftsman shaping the wood, the work of the hands of a workman, um, but they're carving the tree into an idol, is what she's saying. Oh, okay, so it's not necessarily... Tree like form. Tree, the actual tree itself. Right, they're taking they're it and taking they're carving a piece of wood. It, they're carving, carving it, it into an idol. Okay. So I'm going to throw that out there, if people would like to, um, you know, get Comments. in on that conversation. Yeah. And, oh, Tim, Tim P., okay? And I love when people give me more information, mm -hmm. okay? Tim P., listening to the most recent episode, and I have a correction for you. Chickens and turkeys can and do fly. What? Domesticated ones don't because their wings are clipped, the chickens, or they are bred to be too fat, the turkeys. Neither can fly very high or very far, but wild turkeys actually sleep in trees. And Get see, the hell out. Who knew? I, I kind of knew all of that, but my brain kind of blanked it all out. You know what I mean? See, I guess when you get your information from WKRP in Cincinnati, turkeys chances fly, are baby. you're going to be wrong. I, I would have to say so. <laughs> <laughs> don't get your info from a sitcom, folks. Love you, Last Nessman. <laughs> Um, we had a really neat, um, review on iTunes from Sean, um, and he apparently runs the In Poor Taste podcast. Oh, yes. They're he, in Pittsburgh. Did we meet him? No, but they're in Pittsburgh. Hi, Sean. Want to swap promos? I think we might have done that already, but we'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> we'll do it again. Hey, you know, if you have fun, you, you can dance with the same person more than once. That's right. You can. There's no rules on that. So what was the, what would he, what did he say? 
Oh. Or did you not write it down? I didn't write it down. Okay. I didn't screenshot it. I was, with everything I had to do, I was lucky that I did what I did. Well, <laughs> thanks anyway. But yeah, Thank you. Sean, we need to get together with you guys. How about that? You know? What else do you have? Anything? Um, I just have to mention it's beautiful outside. We went from 25 degrees like five or six days ago. It's like in the 60s or something. It's 57 when I pulled up. But so nice outside. What kills me is this is Pittsburgh. And today you will see people walking around in shorts and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And you will see the other end of the spectrum that they are wearing their boots, their pants, their winter coat, gloves, and a hat. And you'll see the entire spectrum in between. So, yeah. It's Pittsburgh. I, I just had to mention that because it's just, yeah, it's it's Pittsburgh. And Sierra R., who I, I sent their stuff out last week, mm-hmm. she had a really weird address. Okay. And I kind of knew it was a military address, and I deciphered so much of it. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sierra. Did you get your stuff yet? Oh, I bet she didn't. Um, I had to fill out a customs form on it. Oh, get out. Yeah, it was a military address. But it was in the States? No. Oh. No. And I I asked um, the woman at the post office, you know, where in the world would this woman be and why do I have to fill out a customs form? And see, if we if I was to send you something, I would put Pittsburgh, comma, PA, right. and then a zip code. Right. Well, the PA stands for Pennsylvania. Right? Mm-hmm. And the zip code stands for your area. Well, on her address, um, it's something else, comma, A-E with a zip of zero nine, blah, blah, blah. Okay? And I kept trying to figure this out, figure this out. And um, do you have any guess at what A-E means? I would. It's not even worth me trying to figure it out. I yeah. found it kind of distressing, but um, armed Europe. Oh, yeah. Armed wow. Europe. There's an address called Armed Europe. Oh, that is really weird. I guess it's for people in the military, but, um, and 09 um, designates it's Germany. Hi, Germany. Oh, hey there. One of my relatives came from Germany. Alrighty. Yeah. Might still have some over there. Probably do. Probably not in the military, though. Maybe some natives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the last article of business I have, um, I've been going more through a lot of the um, news articles and things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Written about things written about the cult, you mean? Yes. Okay. Because these are actual news stories. It's not me just saying something or I suspect something. Okay. Um, remember I told you that there was a group that was actually bringing the guns and ammunition from another state? Yes. And I had suspected that they were buried behind my feast trailer in that embankment. Right. 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 Uh, Laura, I have collected so many news articles and things that I have totally forgot about a lot of this. Um, but this is a news article from 1996 from, um... The newspaper from where, where the cult is. Okay. Okay. And it says, the cult followers regret ties to white supremacists. That's the title of the article. But they regret them? Uh, that's what it says. Okay. It says, four men tied to the militant anti-government posse comitatus of a certain state are elders or guards in the cult. 
One of them, which I knew him, is involved in the sex security force in that town, while three other elders operate a cult branch in another state in the, where, where the posse is. So they oh, kind of have like a little culty thing there. We got right. a little posse thing going on over here. And we're just going to refer to them as the posse from now on. Okay. It goes on to say, all four have been associated with the posse, law officials have said. While the cult followers and spokesmen have constantly denied to the media that anyone with the sect is associated with the posse, Two of the men have now confirmed their involvement, but insist they regret their days with the white supremacist group. It's a stigma that never goes away, one of the men said. Um, this is a really long article, um, but the part that I wanted to get to, um, it's, it, the article is continued on another page. But the subtitle here is Buried Guns. Ooh. Oh, how about that? Yeah, Buried Guns. Okay. Ever since news of a rift in the cult developed early this year over Little Man's teachings, former elders and followers of the sect have mentioned the involvement of those associated with the posse. Hmm. Okay. And remember, I, I talked to you about the rift last week. Isn't that you said that like they moved across the street and started their own cult? There were six elders that were having problems with what little man was teaching and doing in the direction things were going okay and that like i said that was a 20 page letter right but then they were the ones that started their own cult yes okay yes and they tried to recruit people that were going to the cult and people were being watched and followed and if you even went like towards that section you know you had security like peeping on you with you so know. it's kind of like now which cult do i join exactly <laughs> the cult on the left or the cult on the right i'm telling you but here we go back to buried guns okay these excommunicants however refuse to speak on the record about the posse members out of concern for their own safety and because they say their disagreements are principally with little man. Hmm. Well, of course, you of know. Of course they are. Hmm. Let's see. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, let's see. Um, continuing farther in the article, in uh, 1985, officials said a number of posse members were driven off... Um, a compound where they had buried guns, bomb-making equipment, and 70,000 rounds of ammunition. That's a lot. Okay, now one of these people lives somewhere else, blah, blah, blah. One of them became associated with the cult um, through the outreach program of tapes, publications, and radio and cable broadcasts. Now, Laura, remember me telling you that... He's claiming, little man's claiming that he paid for all of those but outreach programs. You said it's the people, like they were kind of told that it's their duty. Yes, to try it, even if you only bring one person in. And even if it's three in the morning. Guess what? There's there's white supremacists listening somewhere at three in the oh, morning. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, um, here's the last paragraph. Former elders and security men with the sect have consistently maintained that one of the elders brought guns and ammunition to the town where they were packed 
in barrels with cosmoline lubricant and buried underground, supposedly so they'd be available to protect buried food supplies. Hmm. See, I've collected all of this crap for some reason. Oh my gosh. And see, the things that I tell you, they're not made up. Right. I have lost friends because they ask me about the cult. And I tell them things. And they're like, well, that can't be happening in America. And I'm like... No, newsflash. Newsflash, it's happening everywhere. Now, I have a little bit of an interesting thing here. What is that, another article? Well, no. Um, one of the men mentioned in the article, he gave a response. <gasps> Get out. Yeah. Okay. He contacted the newspaper. Um, and he said that he responded in writing um, to several questions about... Um, the posse that he was in. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions was, have you ever been connected with the posse or associated with the group in any way? Okay. He answered honestly and said, yes, in the mid eighties, um, I was a member of the posse for about two or three years. And after that, I began studying literature from the cult. I can honestly say that the cult is the only group I know of that teaches from the inspired holy scriptures and practices true love for the creator and for one's fellow man, just as the Savior and the apostles taught. I have learned that we should not belong to any organization or group that does not teach the same true love. And anyone can find these teachings in any version of the holy scriptures if they will just look. Um, therefore, I left the posse around uh, 85, never to return to them or their teachings. Um, the article goes on to talk about them bringing the guns and stuff mm -hmm. and whatnot. But, yeah, it's it's like, you know, you find religion in jail type right. thing. You know, he's, he found religion in the posse. Well, no, the oh. posse was taking him down the wrong trail. So he saw the light. He saw the light, but then little man saw a way to get the fences. Um, and, you know, wouldn't you think that God would, you know, watch over them? I mean, he literally preached that Waco, Ruby Ridge, all these things happened to keep us safe. because the Little God, man preached. Yes, it. little man preached that these things happened. Hell, his ego was so out there, Laura, that he has a book, okay, all about why the Holocaust happened. It was to save him. I, I don't even His want to hear lineage it. so that he I would be born. That's why the Holocaust happened. Don't even, don't, don't even want to hear that. Laura, what kind of ego does it take to have an entire book of why millions of people died so oh that he could live? Oh, my God. Seriously. What a piece of shit. I asked little man for you. Come on. Oh, little man. Anyway, um, do you do you know how to receive the blessings? Well, according to this pamphlet, it will tell us. It's a pretty big <laughs> pamphlet too. Well, but a lot of it has like Bible verses, so we're not reading. We're Bible not going to read that. No. Not unless they're relevant. Right, right. Because a lot of times Bible verses contradict each other. Right, and they're. There's just so many of them in here that we're not going to get into And I really it. don't want to listen to Bible verses. I'd have to reach out and smack you. <laughs> you only did that for how many years listening to Bible verses? I, I am so sick of Bible verses. Anybody who gets comfort from them, God bless you. But especially when little man's commenting on them. Don't want to hear that. His voice just, I will, it, it's, worse, it's the worst sound in the world to me. And several other ex-cult members have also mentioned that just to hear his voice, like that little cartoon 
a couple episodes ago. Oh, that was so annoying. Just, but it's his voice is a unique sound of pure hell in itself. So, please <laughs> tell me how to receive blessings from the cult. Well, it's the very first page starts out with in today's troubled up and down dog eat dog world. It be- okay. <laughs> it becomes difficult sometimes to make one's financials ends meet. No, I like how in the very first sentence he's talking about finances. Well, finance, I mean, you're given pages. I mean, you saw that budget sheet I wrote out the one time. Yeah. And because Kenny was making me fill it out because the cult wanted to know what you're worth, how much you make. Well, the, how this much whole, can we take from you? Like you said, this, whole, this pamphlet's pretty thick. And right off the bat, he's talking finances. Yes. Okay, even though it's titled The Blessings and How to Receive Them. Do you know that they actually bragged? Certain people bragged to us during our first feast. Did you notice we're one of the few organizations that doesn't pass a plate around? No, you only have to tithe 85 times. Exactly. It's up to you to do it. They're not passing a plate. They got a little box up there to to dump your stuff in. So, but yeah, they were so damn proud of the fact of we don't pass a plate because our members give. So, look at your eyeball rolls. I wish people could see me rolling my eyes. Oh my God. Eyeball rolls. Okay, so they're talking about the difficulty of making financial ends meet. In numerous instances, due to the mark of the beast, many individuals have been fired or forced out of their jobs and have found it difficult to find other employment. Yes. So because it's the mark of the beast, it's, it's Satan. Well, everything's Satan's fault. Oh, I, I, I just like how right off the bat, it's all finances. That's what they're interested in, is what are you worth? Like, I, the lady that had the Young Living Oils, she was worth something. He saw an opportunity to become an upper tier. How many oils can he sell to his members and make money off of it? Come on. Apparently a shit ton. A freaking shit ton. Okay, so now he's going back to the blessings, okay? The first thing one must do in order to receive God's blessings is to study the Holy Scriptures that express thought in one's mind and to do exactly what God commands us to do. One of their slogans, study to show yourself approved. You had to study. (laughs) Study to show yourself approved. Okay, then it says, the will, in quotes of God is made known to his people through his inspired laws and prophecies shown throughout the pages of Genesis through, is it Malachi? I guess it's the last book. Malachi, Malachi. Yeah, okay, Malachi. Because um, it was, the way it's written is some funky way. Malachi. Malachi, okay. This is more popularly known as the Old Testament, which were the only inspired writings at the time God the Messiah and his apostles walked the earth. The time God spoke these words, because what is properly, po- I'm sorry, what is popularly known as the New Testament wasn't even written. Well, of course not. So they're only following the Old Testament because the new one wasn't written yet? No, they only follow the Old Testament because that is supposed to be followed forever. Jesus didn't come to abolish the Old Testament because nobody can live by it. I mean, on the Sabbath, you have to put a needle on the back of your hand to walk across the room. Can't sew with it. 
you might accidentally trip and start sewing if you have it in your fingers. Because that happens a lot of times. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Jesus came to establish the law because people had fallen away from keeping God's law. So Jesus was born to establish the fact that you could be a perfect human being and you could follow these perfect 613 laws, half of which don't make sense. So. All right. Laura, would you ever be tempted to boil a newborn goat in its mother's milk? Hell no. Exactly. See, look, you're good already. There's one law you'll never break. <laughs> Not going to happen. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is a scriptural fact. Not only are we to know the will of God, but we are also to live by what he has inspired to be written. Yep. This is how to get one's prayers answered today. Know the will of God, live by the will of God, by doing every word that proceeds from God's mouth. Yep. One must be willing to do the will of God, our Father, as we read in Malachi. Do what you're told. Do what you're told. Do what you're told basically is what it boils down to. And don't question. And see, that used to kill a bunch of us because you're supposed to study to show yourself approved. But yet... When something doesn't make absolute sense, staring you right in the face, and you take it to your counselors, you, you're, you're told that, I guess you're studying wrong, or you're thinking wrong, and they try and flip it around to what it's supposed to mean, even though it obviously means something different. Okay. And a lot of times, I've mentioned, you'd show up for services, and you'd be handed a little sticker depending on how big of something they're changing in your scripture book. Oh, because they prayed about it and... Well, that... I guess so. Who knows? Um, uh, but you'd be given these little stickers so that at some point in the service, you'd flip over in your scripture book and there would be um, a paragraph or something that they changed. Because before they did their studying... They didn't understand it. And now that they mm. studied it, it, you know, it doesn't say wife. It means wives. It doesn't, it, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's something that completely changes the sentence and the text of what it actually means. And it conveniently works out to their benefit. It works out to what they're teaching or how they're wanting things to move towards. Okay. But yeah, I mean, how many churches have you showed up to and receive a little sticker to put in your book? <laughs> we um, made a mistake. Yeah, we made a mistake. Put this in your Bible. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, so they're talking about <coughs> how you need to do things, not just believe. Oh, because faith without works is dead, Laura. That was another one. Faith without works is dead. Because it says here, this false teaching of only believe was a severe problem even in the days of the apostles. Well, that's because people weren't giving their... They were just believing. They wasn't giving their money. They wasn't helping and out. And that's not enough. Believing's not enough, apparently. No. no. Okay. In fact, they fought against this deception, which was prevalent even then among the many, quote, religious groups in their day. Well, yeah, they were losing people. When you, Just like little man, when he starts losing the masses... Mm -hmm. He's losing the money. Oh, big time. Big time. Big time. And he can't have that. And he's got his paws into so much shit. Um, oh, it sounds like anything that even, like, there's an inkling that money can be made. He's all over it. He is all over it. All over it. Oh, 
Um, I'm hoping that this show is going to take on a new direction after this week. All right. So I'll keep you updated. Keep me updated. <laughs> I, I'm going to keep you. And then we have to let them in. Okay. I'm you like, all, well, you damn. all out there are the them. I was like, damn, keep me updated because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking we might be able to start using names and all kinds of other shit. Oh, that would be so nice. Yeah. Seems that I'm reading magazine articles and everything else. I mean, what the hell's the difference? Yeah. People can go look that up. Well, not only that, but I mean. It's out there. It's out there. In print. In print. And if it's out there in print and I'm talking about these people, why can't I say their names and stuff? I mean... Go for it. I mean, um, the, the people who do My Favorite Murder, they read all that crap and names and stuff, right? Yep, they do. And I actually saw where Leah Romini, mm-hmm. um, she's pretty pissed off. And there's an article about... Um, she's asking authorities, why are you not doing something about this? Why are, why is this not, why is it being stopped? Right. And why is it going on? We all know why, cause money buys everything. And, but I, I'm seriously inspired by her and you know, maybe I want to start asking some questions to some certain right. individuals, you know, seriously. I, I don't blame you. And, you know, I, I just want to say one little line. Can I say one little line? You can say whatever the hell you want. Because I sort of know who's your listening. Podcast. I sort Go of for not it. know who's listening. All I want to say is, Shane, what's the deal, man? I, come on. It's been a lot of years. And Shane's still there. Moving on. All right. We will, we'll leave it at that. Let's just say a lot of people are going to know what that means. Okay. So. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. Going back to this pamphlet, it says, Surely common sense would show us that as long as we continue to break God's laws, we will not be heard by God himself. Not only common sense should tell us this, but it is written in black and white. Go figure. Well, yeah, they have a press room and they print whatever they want you to think, believe, or do. It is God's inspired word to us. It is a scriptural fact. It's a fact. It is a fact. It's proven. And it says there are, oh, but there are thousands of preachers all over the world who want you in the great number that fills their churches and assemblies every Sunday. Preachers who will tickle your ears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in that excommunication letter from my one friend, it said, you know, maybe you should go find a church that will will cater to your willies and your whims or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're saying, okay, so maybe you go to these churches where they tickle your ears and tell you that the Savior did it all for you so that all you have to do is believe. Yep. Believe what? Well, nothing. Just believe. Well, you have to believe that Jesus died for you. But apparently, according to the cult, you need to do things, too. Faith without works is dead. Okay. That's that's where you, you um, like a lot of the guys that did construction and stuff. They'd volunteer their time to build the bathrooms, to build the shitty playground, to do whatever. Um, There were a few guys, I think they were on a demolition crew, I'm not sure. Okay. But not only did they donate their time and do work, but they, like in an office building, that's where all of the toilets for our new bathrooms came from because the entire office building was being gutted and renovated. So you got hand-me-down toilets? Yes. 
<laughs> but guess what, Laura? They became clean at sunset. <laughs> we literally got hand-me-down you got toilets. got hand-me-down toilets? Yes. Oh, my God. And uh, mirrors and doors and light fixtures. And I, I talked to this particular brother a lot. And... Like, 75% of what's built or done out there is donated or reclaimed or whatever materials. So it doesn't even really cost the cult anything to keep getting oh bigger God. and multiplying. And, yeah, we got, we got re-gifted toilets. <laughs> Look at your face. Oh, man, little man. Oh, my God. I bet he doesn't have a repurposed toilet. Now he's got the one so his balls don't dangle in and the water. And it's probably gold. And it's probably gold. Or a Louis Vuitton. Come on. Or, or a Louis Vuitton. It could be a gold Louis Vuitton to match his bathtub. Maybe he's sitting on the crapper right now listening to us. God blessed him enough. That's true. Yeah, we weren't supposed to question about what other people had. Oh, and here's an interesting thing, Laura. When people fell away or left the cult, okay, you and your husband hightailed it the hell out of there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing really good. Your husband's business has taken off. Your daughter's been voted prom queen. Um, you're whatever. You've got a promotion in your job. You guys are doing damn skippy not being in the cult, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? What? Satan is blessing you for leaving the cult. Gotcha. Okay, now, on the other hand, you and your husband and your daughter left. And you guys are doing really bad. Your daughter's getting beat up at school all the time from the bullies. And you lost your job as a cashier. Let me guess. That's because we left. God's punishing you. Right. How do you have it both ways? God's punishing you if you do bad. And Satan is blessing you. Blessing you for doing good, for leaving. So, I I mean, how does that work? It It just, to benefit the call, it makes it them look good. If you say so. I'm not, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. <clears throat> you always do. I love, I know, I love that. What else we got in that pamphlet there? Let's see here, it says, however, God blames the preachers for this abomination. I guess, oh God, the preachers. I can't tell you how much they talked about the whorehouse churches, the false prophets, and the abomination of preachers that are bringing forth a mixture of God's righteous word. Oh my God, did that just come out of my mouth? Yes. Holy shit, I just got chilled. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it says right here, even with all the scriptural information plainly written about the many false preachers led by Satan, the devil, who God says are deceiving the world, this world still fully trusts them. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, that's like my cousin. I read her this scripture. She's reading it for herself and she still hasn't gotten back to me and it's been six months. She had to go ask her preacher. And her preacher probably said, stay away from her. She's Satan's sister. Oh, my God. Now, I find this funny. And as soon as you hear, to let me know what word. Oh, God, I'm getting no, no, chills. No, no, it's funny. Just let me know what word in print here they shouldn't have used. Oh, okay. This should be an easy one. Yeah. The deceived people in this world are not adhering to what is written in their own Bibles. They actually use the word Bible. Isn't yeah. that like a no-no? Uh... Isn't it supposed to be scripture book? It's a scripture book, but I think we called it the scripture book because the rest of the world calls theirs a Bible, and it's not the anointed word of God that we had. So we had the actual, real, 
only true scripture book on this entire planet. Everybody else has a Bible. Okay. So. Okay. And let's see, they are blindly following these preachers. It says, but God warns us not to follow after men who do not teach according to his law and his prophets. In fact, we are warned over and over again to avoid preachers who are not sent according to the prophecies. Yep. So little man was sent. Apparently. No, he's one of the two witnesses that's mentioned in Revelations. Oh, so he's even higher up. Yeah, he's proclaiming himself like God now. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the two witnesses mentioned in Revelations. Talk about that much of an ego. Man, so I was just going to say, man, there's an ego for you. It was supposed to be him and his brother ushering in the kingdom. And he's the one mentioned in the Bible. Get out. Well, his brother died and that kind of blew that prophecy. (laughs) But they came up with a reason for it. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did and gave you a sticker for your damn Bible. (sighs) I'm surprised they didn't charge us a dime for the sticker to change your Bible. Oh, my God. Uh, Let's see here. However, the hardest thing for most of God's people to bear is the persecution which comes from others who hate God. However, the blessings which will come to those who overcome sin will far outweigh the persecution one might experience from one's own blood relatives and so-called friends when they turn against you because you obey God's every word. Yeah. Because they're sinners and heathens and all that good stuff. Okay. Here, here comes a good point. Have you ever had a friend try and convert you not, to something? Not really. Okay. Why? Because, like, I, I, I had to, like, try and convert people. And just, like, the glazed look that goes over their eyes after, you know, a couple minutes of talking about the cult and why it's the one true place. Uh-huh. And, you know, you need... You need to come and sit in on a service with us and, you know, always an excuse. Oh, I got to floss my cat that day, you know, type thing. I <laughs> Floss my cat. Yeah, I got to floss my cat. I got to... Already then. I got to shampoo my walls. I... <laughs> what the hell? Exactly. Oh my God. What else you got? Okay, now this is good because the title of this next chapter in here is called God's blessing of tithing. Oh, it's a blessing to tithe, by the way, because Mm -hmm. God has blessed you enough to give the cult money. Okay, it says, What does everything that I have previously told you in this article have to do with the physical blessings which come through the simple law of tithing? The answer is, tithing is an ordained law of God. And when this law is practiced, along with the other laws, the result brings physical blessings from God himself. Do you know tithing isn't just on money? That's what it says in here. It's on, let's see here, it's talking about your animals and all that other stuff. Is that what you mean? fruit trees. If I invited you over for lunch, you'd have to tithe on that lunch. Well, it says here in Leviticus, a tithe, that is one-tenth of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to God. It is holy to God. Yes. Uh, Then it says, these are the commandments which God commanded Moses for the children of Israel. I don't remember tithing being in the Ten Commandments. Um, That's all I gotta say. We went over the Ten Commandments, and I don't. I'm sure they somehow snuck it in there that this means this type <laughs> this thing. This means tithing. 
I don't know, but I, it was so ridiculous. The tithing was, there was so much to it. It wasn't just 10%, 10%, 10%. Like, you used your second tithe for anything that had to do with the feasts, okay? Mm-hmm. Food that you bought, okay, you bought with your second tithe. Now, of course, you bought a pound of butter because that's what you bought. But you only used two sticks, so now you got a half a pound of butter left. You've got a half a pack of cookies. you got a bag of carrots you never opened. You have two bags of kosher marshmallows. Whatever you have left. Kosher marshmallows. Yeah, remember your kosher jello? <laughs> okay. Kosher marshmallows. They don't have... they got... There's Circle K. Anything gotcha. with a Circle K on it... It's kosher. The cult can have. Now, a, a, now a Circle U means it has dairy, and then you got Parve. There's all kinds of Oh, there's of all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's... Yeah, even now there's like all that stuff but in there. But at the end of the feast, whatever you had left food-wise, you had to have an elder come and assess what was left. Oh, and you geez. had to put you had to put oh, you have $15 worth of food left. You had to put that 15 bucks back in your second tithe if you were going to take that food home and eat it. Oh jeez. And there was one elder that everybody wanted to come assess their shit because he assessed it cheap as dirt. Then there was another elder you didn't want anywhere near your food because he basically assessed it for what you bought it for. Mm, and you had to rebuy okay. your food back. So, yeah, the one elder, I made it a point of always being nice to him. And when it was time to assess food, you know, oh, are you coming by this afternoon? I need my food assessed. Oh, my God. That's, of course, before men and women couldn't talk anymore. And then, of course, Kenny would have him come and... Oh, my God. But tithing is so complicated there. Well, in here it says, pay your tithes only at the place God has chosen. Well, yeah, because only little man wants the money. Right, because you have to go to where God tells you to go. Yes. Okay. And they're the only established place on this entire earth where God said, this is where my people will be. Mm. Isn't that funny? Isn't it? I find that very odd. And it says here that few seem to realize that God actually specifies the place one may legally pay their tithes. However, Satan influences false preachers and wants to keep the knowledge a secret because they preach tithing or beg for money on a regular basis, and they certainly cannot bring the truth on this subject and still expect their deceived followers to donate to them. Okay. So I guess all of these preachers that are on TV, which I agree, some of them are full of shit, you know, flying around in their jets and all that, but they still beg for money. Yeah. Um, That's the one thing my mom couldn't get over was how poor the congregation was compared to the leader. Fallen down, broken trailers. These people are given their time, effort, energy, and just about every penny they have to this man. And he's living in luxury. And not just luxury. It, um, one guy that I talked to, do you know what his job was? I couldn't even begin to imagine. His job was to make sure that little man's houses, plural, uh. were stacked with firewood. His job was also to make sure there was enough firewood kept inside the house. His job was also to go on the nights that fires were to be lit. Now, this is a house that has heating and air conditioning. All of them. Right. But little man likes fire. So this man's 
This man's job was to go and light a fire in all of the fireplaces in every house that Little Man owned because nobody knew where Little Man might spend the night. And he wanted a fire there when he got home. Is that not crazy? Again, ego. <sighs> ego? I mean, is there something above ego? I I don't know, but man, Little Man's there. Again, one of his children quoted to me about him laughing and saying that if he told his congregation that they couldn't wipe their ass with anything but blue toilet paper, the general store would constantly be sold out and he could sell it for five bucks a roll. Is that not insane? That's, uh, yeah, the, the ego, that knowing that I can tell these people to do whatever the hell I want and they will do it. And I've had somebody else tell me that they were in the room, you know, and he was, you know, what can we make them do next? And that was just like... That's like sadistic almost. It really is kind of sadistic. You know, you know what I mean? Like, just kind of like, hmm, what can we get these fools to do? Exactly. Like, what the hell? Because he knows that 90% of the congregation will go along with whatever he well, tells no questions, them. No questions asked. We sometimes did question stuff. But again, it's cult mentality Maybe me and you are talking about something that came over the pulpit. And it's usually the big stuff came out during the feast. Okay. And me and you are sitting there having lunch going, man, this is really weird. Why? Blah, blah, blah. And then another friend or two might join us. And we're all discussing it. And somehow we all rationalize it in our heads. Gotcha. Because we're in the cult. And that's your community. It's like Amish almost. Mm -hmm. they, they do things their own way. We did things our way, which was very different than quote unquote the worldly right. way. So when you're hanging out with your friends and other people, you kind of all kind of self convince each other that, oh, this is okay. Or this is what they meant. Or you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So to finish up from this booklet, this is pretty special. Therefore, to obey God's law written in Deuteronomy, you must pay your tithes only to the cult. Yep. So yeah, that, that, that's, in, that's in the Bible, guys. No, it's in the scripture book. Oh, dear. It's God. not in their Bible. Oh, because it is the only organization written about in the prophets in the old days that you are, or you will not be obeying the laws of God. You could be the bestest, oh nicest, God. most caringest person in the world, Laura. You can stop people from commit suicide. You can give blood every time you can. You could be a saint, okay? But because you're not giving the cult money, you go in hell. Oh, my God. And then it says here, if you have not done so already, I urge you to obtain your free booklets, and it has the title here, which contains vital proof that God vital proof. vital proof. <laughs> oh my God, that the cult was prophesized by the prophets of old and therefore was sent by God. Okay then. So it says, yeah. If what you book are we sending for next? I, <laughs> yeah, I love how it says. If you have not done so already, I urge you to obtain the free booklet. Well, what is it? Do they name it? They name it. I can't say it. Oh, can you change words out? Um. The cult established. Oh, okay. You okay. know which one that is? Yeah, that was the, that's, that's the book that they give you when you join the cult. And, and it's, 
what is a cult? And they claim that all of the churches and religious organizations around the world are all cults and they're the one true religion. But they're not a cult. No. Heck no. <laughs> so the lesson, the lesson to take away from today is somewhere in the Ten Commandments it says to tithe to the cult. Yeah, if anybody can figure that out, please let us know. I'm not even into looking that up. Do you know that? I, I, I'm not. I just find it so funny that somewhere it's like it's in the Ten Commandments that you tithe only to the cult. Oh, thou shalt not steal. I think, well, according to the cult, it's more like thou shalt steal. Well, yeah, but um, the commandment thou shalt not steal means you have to pay the cult the money or you're stealing from God. Oh, good God. Seriously. Good Lord. You stir my brain up with things that I don't want to think about ever. Oh, my God. They will just like, pick anything and contort it to their liking. I have tried so hard to forget all of these Bible verses. And, like, I'll be talking with somebody out of the blue. And for whatever reason, Bible shit comes up. And I'll go, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I'll spit it out. And then I'll be like wide-eyed going, where the hell did that come from? And it's correct. It's what's written. Oh, my gosh. I've read it through three and a half times. And that's reading it straight through like it's a book. Oh, my Lord. That's not ten years of turn here, read this, turn here, read that. So over the years, how many times did I read the same scripture that they're throwing in and throwing in and throwing in in services? Because services are a college lecture. You have notebooks. You have highlighters. You have different colored pens. You're scribbling. In, you're writing in the margins of your scripture book. You're writing notes and questions for later in your notebook. Slapping on stickers. Slapping on stickers. <laughs> yeah. And I so wish I had the edition that I had when I joined, but um, you're supposed to donate it to the lesser, more poorer people that can't afford one. Okay. I mean, shit, back then, a, a, a regular book like that one laying on your floor, here I am pointing to something people can't see. Plain Jane, this is your bottom of the barrel, 50 freaking dollars back in the late Whoa. 90s. Late 90s. Whoa. And... I mean, the gouging, and I mean, people that would show up for the first time, we would lend them books because they didn't have the money to buy one. Oh my God, that's so pitiful. And you know, most churches, um, they have Bibles in the pews or... Right, and you use them and you leave them there. Right. Right. We don't do that. We only had the loner headpieces. Oh, oh. And headscarves. Right. And it was funny, somebody, somebody I, was, I was texting back and forth with said, you know, I was always curious as did the headscarves and kippas turn clean overnight even though no one dunked them into water or anything, okay? Mm -hmm. Because that was something that could have been dunked. Right. And she also wondered if anybody ever got head lice from... Well, um, but how were you allowed to do that if DNA would transfer? That was another question somebody else had. And I thought about it and I'm like, I don't have any idea. I have no clue because I knew they still had loners when I left. But doesn't DNA transfer? We can't have that. Well, maybe righteous DNA is okay. Oh, could be. I, I don't know. Or maybe like if you're in church or you're in the sanctuary or whatever the hell you want to call it, maybe it's okay. I'm surprised they don't have their own clothing for everything because if you think about it. But their own clothing line. 
Yeah, because you can't buy stuff from a resale shop because it has somebody's DNA. DNA, Right. You can't give hand-me-downs to somebody. Because DNA. Because of DNA. But when you go into a store to buy an article of clothing, who's tried it on before you? Oh, good point. Who touched that article of clothing to make it, to pack it, to price it, to hang it? Uh, There's probably shitloads of DNA on there. I'm surprised at culty clothing. Oh, don't give them an idea. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Little man's probably like, ooh. Culty clothing. Culty clothing. Screw you, little man. (sighs) No DNA attached. I then you'd have to have women or men in a pure priestly state to touch the fabric. They'd have to wear their veils and stuff because you couldn't get spittle on it. That's a bodily fluid. Um, yeah, there's a lot involved. No, do you realize that you can make you can make an IV in a hospital with less precautions than like these damn clothes? <laughs> Food. Son of a bitch. Kenny actually invited a bunch of elders and their wives over to eat one night. I was clean, I was holy, blah, 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 blah. We'll just pretend that I was, okay? <laughs> I think Little Man himself was there. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, but I know there was three others that I can distinctly remember. And um, I was the only one that was allowed to serve anybody. Oh, geez. The elders themselves could not touch the serving handles of all of the food because they weren't in a state of priestly cleanness even though they were priests. Look at you rolling your eyeballs. It just never stops. But that was, a. I mean, I couldn't even have anybody help me cook for like 10 or 12 people. Oh my God. I had to prepare everything myself. I had to make sure all of the dishes in the silverware were dunked the day before in case, you know, one of my heathen little children right. did something to it. It... It was the most pain-in-the-ass party I have ever prepared for in my entire life. And let me tell you, a little spittle went into each of the ingredients. I was just going to say, I hope to God you spit in that food. There was a little spittle in each of the dishes. Hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you enjoyed that. There'd have been a little something else in there, but again, Kenny was home. It wasn't that time and there was nothing to give in that area so oh dear god oh i really wish i would have oh. had a cold and blew a booger in it but you could have sneezed or coughed but it would have been a fake well that's what i did i did the... you could have coughed well but there was no germs like i was saying there's germs when you cough oh give me a break did you germs in your mouth would you want someone do you, if you go to mcdonald's do you want someone coughing on your food i know see exactly you could have coughed in all their food I spit. It was a little better. Oh, it's better. It's a little better. That's better. So, yeah. <laughs> and do you know how hard it is to keep a straight face when you're serving all of these people? And I couldn't touch any of them was the thing. I couldn't touch oh any of the God. people because then I couldn't touch the, the, the... And see, I had come up with the idea, well, let everybody take their own utensil and scoop out of the pots, right? Okay. Can't do that. You turn the entire utensil unclean, which turns the food unclean. Oh, jeez. You wouldn't be a good cult member. You wouldn't remember all the rules. I would roll my eyes too many times. (laughs) You could get smacked for that, depending on who you're married to. That could be considered usurping your husband's third. Look at your face. What? I would say you'd have been locked and chained in an underground room, woman, <laughs> until they broke your spirit oh, and you became a good cult god. member. Oh my god. They'd break your spirit. 
I don't know what they do to you. I, I, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing but eye rolls and head shakes and... And this face, this expression that I can't even begin to describe. Can you imagine if we did this on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> oh, well guys, I got an announcement. I got an iPhone. Um, I was really cheap. I got it in brand new through Cricket. And um, I'm going to go up to the village and I'm going to ask these people how to do freaking live interviews and get shit to Sweet. the cloud and... Laura, there's got to be a way now that I can tape record my phone calls with other ex members and do a a interview in the middle of the day or whenever it's comfortable for them. And I should be able to come here and pop it onto your crap like we do with the promos. Am I right? Yep, you're right. And I think that, hang on here. Um, oh, from the fall line. They gave me a bunch of stuff on how you can do this, like step by step. Cool. So, yeah. So, thank you, guys. Thank we, you, guys. Appreciate thank you, thank it. You, thank yeah. You. So, you can follow those steps and... I will figure it out. Figure it out. So, well, I think that's it. I guess that's another episode. And... <laughs> You're just like, mm-hmm. Well, every... You know, I wake up on Sunday mornings going, it's another episode. I and I'm, I'm excited, but on the other hand... You know, some days I didn't do my homework. You know, you just don't want to go to school. You're trying to get it done on the bus for crying out loud. And I actually pulled over twice when I had thoughts come into my head. See, I was supposed to be here at 10. I didn't get here until 1030. Right. I, I got held up by my neighbors talking and then I had to pull over twice to write shit because I was doing my homework on the bus. Well, that's okay. I was worried about my damn dog and why he won't go into my one room. That's funny. He won't cross over. He will not cross over. I don't know what. I don't haunted. Well, my house there's is over a hundred years old. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a there's ghost. There's ghost in it. But he won't go from the kitchen to the family room anymore. And there's like what, literally four steps, pretty much, like going through the dining room. There's four steps, and he will not go in there. Sorry, I have to carry him through. But he's fine. Once he's in the kitchen, he's, he's fine. He's protesting his haircut. You're about to give him. Oh, he's getting cut today. He's getting groomed. Anyway, guys. Um, <laughs> anyway, on those tangents. Love talking to you guys. If you need help getting out, you know, find somebody, find some help, call me, give us an email. I'll try and do the best I can until we actually get crap up and running. But my God, it's this stuff is really hard, Laura. I know. Do you know that? And I found out one of my, my clients is an attorney and I talked to him. All right. You want to go downtown with me sometime? Sure. Okay. We sure. just, just got to go to the federal building. Sure. Do you know where it is? I know where the federal building is. I'll probably be working, though. You can meet me on your lunch hour. I don't have enough time. Oh, that's right. You don't work downtown. Anyway, guys, um, <laughs> love talking to you every week. You got any questions for anything, shoot them at us. Facebook. Yep. Email. Email. Oh, I like Facebook because some of them I, I, I do throughout the week okay. and the other ones I save for the show. Like, I mean, I, I saved the Skittles because I probably would have forgot about it. Right. Do you believe they're feeding cows Skittles? Defective Skittles. Defective Skittles. Well, the cows are loving it, I'm sure. I'm sure they feed it to pigs and everything else. It's pure sugar. Ah, who doesn't like Skittles? Come on. What is it? Rainbow of flavors. Eat the rainbow? It's something about a rainbow of flavors or whatever. Eat the rainbow. Feel the rainbow. I don't know. All right. We're not endorsing Skittles. Just pierogies. (laughs) Yeah, we only endorse pierogies. Come on, pierogies. All right, guys. This has been Deb. And Laura. And it's been another exciting episode of (laughs) I Got the Hell Out. We will talk with you later. Bye, guys.